Pete DeBoer gets revenge on his former team. The Stars shut out the Vegas Golden Knights by a score of 4-0. to zero. And On today's episode, we'll talk about the win and talk about why Pete DeBoer leaving Vegas and coming to Dallas may have been the best thing to happen in his career. All of this and more on today's episode of Locked On Stars. Your Locked On Stars, your daily podcast on the Dallas Stars. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Bing bong. Howdy, Stars fans. Welcome back to the Locked On Stars podcast, the only daily podcast covering the Dallas Stars. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your host, Dane Lewis, your local expert on all things Dallas Stars hockey, coming to you on this Tuesday, January 17th. And whether this is your first time here or you are a recurring listener, thank you for stopping in and making Locked On Stars your first listen every single day. If you're watching on YouTube, be sure to hit that subscribe button. And if you're listening on audio only, you can give us a follow on there as well. Apple, Spotify, you name it. There's a podcasting platform out there. This show is probably available on it. And you can leave us a five-star rating or review if you like the show and help the show reach new audiences. But without any further hesitation, let's jump into today's episode. Uh, A fun episode for change. Things uh, haven't necessarily been great for the Stars over the past handful of games. But now it seems like favors have tilted back in Victory Green's direction. Uh, at least at the start of this road trip, maybe the most difficult game, the first game of the trip at Vegas, weird afternoon start time uh, in the you know western part of the country, western time zone, and, and the Stars just came out and flat out dominated this game. And, and I think that this game against Vegas embodies all of the Dallas Stars' best qualities this season. They got good defense and good goaltending. The Stars were aggressive on the puck. They were hunting the puck like I've really never seen them do this season. There's been stretches where there's been good forechecking. There's been good pursuit in the defensive zone and and nice discipline either on the five-on-five or on the penalty kill. But I feel like yesterday in Las Vegas, it it was at a whole different level. Uh, I mean, the, the way that the team just flew around the ice and everything they did seemed calculated. I mean, it's just unlike really anything I've seen from this team this season. And hopefully it's just a small sample of what is still to come from this team for the rest of this season. But not just that, they got scoring. They scored multiple goals, not just one or two on the road. They got four goals from multiple different spots on the roster. They got some from the top six, the bottom six, and a defenseman, Ryan Suter, getting his first of the season. Took him over half the season to do so, but better late than never. And, of course, uh, another key quality of the Stars on full display, their refusal to lose three games in a row. The Dallas Stars yet to lose three consecutive games. They've lost two games in a row several times, but they have yet to drop three contests straight, and that trend seems to be continuing for the time being. And it's just absolutely fantastic what this team has done in terms of response to adversity. This team just refuses to die. They refuse to let the negative things build up and, and, you know, put a damper on what's been a good season so far. And really, I mean, the the odds were stacking against the Stars slowly, but surely for them to go on a little bit of a extended losing skid. I mean, you lose your best two-way forward in Rope Hints. 
you blow that game in New York City against the Rangers. Then you come home for one game on a Saturday and you get absolutely shelled by a middling team in Calgary. And then you have to go kick off a road trip. Uh, you know, in, out west, you have to go to a different time zone against some good teams. The Golden Knights and the Kings, at least, are good. Uh, and then the Sharks, we've seen what the Sharks can do to the Stars this season. And now you have to go play them in their building. Certainly not an easy road trip. And, and you have to kick it off again on an afternoon, different time zone. But then you come out and, and you shut out the opposition and you score four goals on them. And this isn't just any team. This is the Vegas Golden Knights, top of the Pacific Division, one of the best teams through the first half of this season. Of course, they're not the roster that they were at the start of the year. Injuries are starting to creep their way back into that locker room, but still a good team. Logan Thompson having a good season. He gets to start for Vegas and he was honestly really good for VGK in this contest, but his defense just kept letting him down and his offense was not able to get anything going, kind of like what we've seen from Jake Ottinger in some other games this season. But this time, Otter on the receiving end uh, of that sort of treatment. And, and I mean, it's just really impressive to see them come out and play the way that they did. And maybe a little bit extra motivation for their coach, Pete DeBoer, who last coached in Las Vegas and. I mean, I kind of said it to open the show, but I'll say it again. I think Pete DeBoer kind of being forced to leave Vegas may have been the best thing that's happened to him in his career because it brought him here to Dallas where he's having a great start to a season, which, you know, isn't foreign for Pete DeBoer. If you've been following his career, it seems like anywhere that he goes, good things follow in the inaugural season of his time in that respective city with that respective team. But I think this feels maybe just a little bit different because the Stars weren't necessarily in a bad place, you know, whenever Pete DeBoer came to Dallas. They were in a good place. They had made the playoffs. They took a good team in Calgary at the time to seven games, and, you know, they just kind of needed that coach to help the roster take the next step, and they seem to have found the right coach for that position. And it's just, you know, a theme across the NHL this season that a lot of new coaches, or at least new teams, have found new coaches that seem, you know, to not really fit in one place, but they fit the identity perfectly of their new team. You have Jim Montgomery in Boston. You have Bruce Cassidy in Vegas. You have Rick Bonus in Winnipeg. And of course, Pete DeBoer in Dallas. So it's great that the team was able to go out and get a win for themselves, for the morale of the locker room, but also for the sake of getting a win for Pete DeBoer. I'm sure it felt nice on the inside. He might not have boasted about it too much, but I imagine it feels pretty nice to get a win against your old team in the building that you used to coach in. And I mean, I can't think of a much better way for the stars to get some of their mojo back here at this point in the season. It would, I think it would have been easy and a lot of other teams, lesser teams, I think would have let some of these circumstances snowball. You lose your best, one of your best players, if not your best player, a, a few heartbreaking and gut wrenching losses against the Rangers and the flames would have been easy to roll over and maybe lose a few more in a row. But the stars just refuse to do that. They refuse to stay down for, for very long. And I think that that's one of the best aspects of the team this season. And I think Pete DeBoer deserves huge credit for that. I think he's leading this locker room well, both off the ice and also leading the team incredibly well uh, on the ice as well as they've bought into that system and they're playing at an incredibly high level and, and have proved yet again that they can go toe-to-toe with just about any team in the league. Well, we're going to take a quick break, but when we come back, we'll talk about Jake Ottinger and his performance in this game and talk about why he's been so good for the team and not just the stars in general, but on the road. He's been exactly what they need. More on that right after this. 
Today's episode of Locked On Stars is brought to you by our friends at Bet Online. BetOnline.net is your number one source for sports betting info, stats, news, and analysis. You can get the latest odds and trends for every professional and amateur league out there, from the NFL playoffs to basketball and the NHL. They've got it all at BetOnline.net. If you want to continue to bet the NFL playoffs, the Dallas Cowboys moving on to the next round. They've got a date with the San Francisco 49ers, and at least at the time of recording this, the odds aren't out yet that I can see on BetOnline, but I'm sure uh, by the time you're hearing this on Monday that the odds are out. If you want to bet on that game or any other NFL playoff games, you can do so at BetOnline.net. If you love sports podcasts, you can check those out at BetOnline as well. They're always the fastest and easiest way to get all of your betting information. So head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more. BetOnline.net is where the game starts. Thank you again for making Locked On Stars your first listen of the day. Uh, if you want more NHL podcast here from the Locked On Podcast Network, be sure to check out the Locked On NHL show. Uh, if you listen to today's episode on Tuesday, you can catch myself and Brett Holden of Locked On Oilers doing Western Conference Tuesdays every Tuesday. Brett and I talking about the Western Conference across the league, but you can check out the Locked On NHL podcast every single day of the week wherever you get your podcast at to stay up to date on everything you need to know about the NHL. But thank you guys again for listening to Locked on Stars, a victory episode, a victory Tuesday, and a huge reason why the Dallas Stars get the win on Monday afternoon or early Monday evening in Vegas is because of another incredible road performance from Jake Ottinger. And I think the last two Stars games have confirmed how truly valuable Jake is to this team. Uh, you have, of course, the win, the shutout win in Las Vegas. And you can even maybe say the, the last three games with the game in New York as well. But I, I think Saturday showing just how important Jake is to the success of this team. Scott Wedgwood, he's had his moments throughout the year. He had to come in relief for Jake early on in the year, did a really fine job of keeping the team afloat. And he's had some other nice performances here and there. But as many of you saw on Saturday, he just was not the answer in that game. He got absolutely blasted off the ice at home. Uh, I mean, and it's hard to pin it all on him. I don't think the entire, you know, disaster of that game was fully on Scott Wedgwood's shoulders, although he wasn't doing a ton to stop some of the bleeding. And I think he could have made some of the saves on some of the shot attempts. Still not a great look in a game that I know a lot of people wanted to see Jake Ottinger start, but. Maybe that rest was a contributing factor to why he was so good today. Uh, and I think that's a decision that the coaching staff would likely make again, uh, just for the sake of giving Jake some adequate rest when he does need it, knowing that they did have this road trip ahead of them before, you know, they're going to get quite a few games at home at the conclusion of this road trip. And so you, you want to have Jake fresh for, I assume he's getting for sure two of the starts on this trip. We might see Scott Wedgwood either on Wednesday in San Jose or Thursday in Los Angeles. But I digress on Scott Wedgwood. Jake Ottinger has been spectacular for the Stars this season. He's got a 26-4 and record, uh, and his numbers are, are some of the best in the league across the board. A .926 save percentage. That is third in the NHL amongst goalies who have played 14-plus games. Same with his goals against average. Third place amongst goalies who have played 14 or more. 2.21 goals against average and three shutouts tied second in the NHL with New York's Ilya Sorokin. Uh, and the only guy above them is Washington's Darcy Kemper with four shutouts. And honestly, Jake should probably have about five shutouts. I think he deserved it 
uh, at Madison Square Garden against the Rangers. And I think he also deserved to get a shutout uh, about a month ago in Columbus against the Blue Jackets when they scored with, what, less than 30 seconds to go in that game. There's certainly an argument to be made for Jake Ottinger to have at least five shutouts this season. He's been nothing short of spectacular for Dallas this season. And even after missing some time after that injury against the Rangers, he's come back and done just about all you could ask for. But it's not really just the overall numbers. You take a deep dive into his numbers on the road, and things continue to, to just blow your mind. His road stats are out of this world. 9-3-2 the record, a .944 save percentage, 1.79 goals against average, and, of course, one shutout that coming yesterday in Las Vegas. But Jake Ottinger on the road is allowing less than two goals a game, which is unbelievable. Hardly any other goalie in the NHL is putting up numbers like that. He gives the Stars a chance to win every single night that he's on the ice, and you would expect him to play well at home. Most goalies play well with their home crowd behind them. It's just something you come to expect, but it doesn't really matter where Jake seems to be playing. He can be playing at home in front of 18,000 Stars fans, or he can be playing on the road in front of a sold-out building of Vegas fans or, you know, Madison Square Garden, New York Ranger fans, Islander fans, doesn't matter where he's playing. Jake Ottinger is going to give you the same effort, same energy, same performance every single time. He's giving the Stars a chance to win. It doesn't matter who they're playing, the offense, the, the lines that he has to face, the power plays. He just seems unfazed by it all, and this is really what we expected him to be for this team this season. He's exactly what they need to complement the strong game that the skaters provide for the majority of the nights that, that they, they are out there on the ice. And I think, again, Monday's game was an embodiment of everything that the Stars do well. And I think the offense was firing on all cylinders. The defense was playing a really strong and sound game. Not very leaky. And I think Jank complements that pretty well with tracking the puck a lot better. I think over the past month or so, we've seen him position himself. He seems to be able to read plays as the offense is moving. And he's also just done a good job of pouncing on those loose pucks that get you know loose in the slot or right there at the top of the crease. He can snag him out of the air. He can fall on it, put his glove on it on the ice. He just seems very aware and unfazed by anything that gets thrown in his way. And it's just incredible to watch after you know a Herculean effort in the playoffs last year. The question was, okay, can he sustain that and you know perform like that throughout the duration of a regular season? And, and over halfway through the 22-23 campaign. The answer has been a resounding yes, and it's not just at home. He's doing it on the road. He's doing this stuff no matter what building he's playing in, and certainly I think deserves the title of NHL All-Star, but I'm going to be honest. I would be totally fine if he misses out on the NHL All-Star weekend and gets to rest and take some time off. That's just me, uh, although I guess he does deserve to the title of All-Star, probably the, the best goalie in his division, maybe besides Connor Hellebuck and one of, if not the best goalies in the entire NHL. Well, we're going to take one more quick break, and when we come back, we'll shift our focus from the NHL to the AHL and catch up a little bit with the Texas Stars and see what they've been up to and why there's reason for optimism surrounding the Stars' AHL affiliate. More on that right after this. Today's episode of Locked on Stars is brought to you by our friends at Athletic Greens and their product, AG1. With one delicious scoop of AG1, you're absorbing 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole food source superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens to help start your day right. This special blend of ingredients supports your gut health, your nervous system, immune system, energy recovery, focus, and aging. 
Tons of people take some kind of multivitamin, and it's important to choose one with high-quality ingredients that your body will actually absorb. AG1 is a small microhabit with big benefits. It's one thing you can do every single day to take great care of yourself. And your subscription comes with a year's supply of vitamin D, which is so important to add in these winter months when we don't get as much sunlight. Right now, it's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition. It's just one scoop of, of in a cup of water every day, and that's it. No need for a million different pills or supplements to look out for your health. And to make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash NHL network. Again, that is athleticgreens.com slash NHL network to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. Closing out today's episode of Locked on Stars, want to show some love to the American Hockey League Club in the Stars organization. The Dallas Stars are not the only ones cooking up some big wins right now or finding themselves near the top of the standings in their league or division at the moment. The Texas Stars have been killing it in the AHL this season. Uh, they're performing at an incredibly high level, currently sitting at second in the Western Conference in the AHL with 50 points, only trailing the Coachella Fire Coachella Valley Firebirds uh, with 54 points. I believe that is the Seattle Krakens AHL affiliate, but they are at the top of their division, the central division in the AHL. The Texas Stars just doing everything well at the moment. Uh, I believe coming off uh, their most recent game at home, a sellout crowd, a 5-0 to shutout, playing at a high level, Matt Murray, for the Dallas Stars playing well. I know he had a, a brief stint in the NHL with the Dallas Stars, didn't play, but got, I'm sure, some valuable experience just being around the NHL club, getting to watch Scott Wedgwood do his thing and maybe getting to, to talk and learn from Jake Ottinger a little bit as well. I'm not really sure what all he did uh, whenever he was briefly with the NHL club, but he's playing well in Cedar Park, as is the rest of the team. And, and really, the emphasis has to be on the team. It's not really one particular player leading the way for this club as their top scorer is 18th in the NHL in total points. And that, of course, is Riley Barber, who has 19 goals, 16 assists, 35 points in total. Barber, 28 years old, 16 games of NHL experience, but really has made a name for himself in the AHL, especially this year, uh, his first season with the Texas Stars. Playing phenomenal, and I'm curious to see what the future could look like for him. He actually was recently named as an AHL All-Star, as was Thomas Harley, defenseman with 20 points on the season, six of those goals. And it's not just Thomas Harley lighting the lamp as a defenseman. Will Butcher, who was one of the last guys to get cut from the NHL roster during the preseason, he's having a nice season, 28 points in total, three goals, or 28 years old, 25 points in total, three goals, 22 assists on the year. And then, of course, a few familiar faces to the NHL club and guys like Marion Studenich, who has 12 goals and 12 assists, the 24-year-old forward, continuing to impress. And I, I keep waiting for maybe him to get a chance at the NHL level. I feel like a lot of other guys at the, you know, that have these two-way contracts have gotten their opportunity. And Studenich, we saw at the NHL level last year, thought he played pretty well, and I thought he looked really good this preseason and at training camp. And, of course, he, he's living up to expectations in Cedar Park. Would really like to see him get at least a small, you know, window of opportunity. Although Freddie Olofsson is playing pretty, pretty excellent as well uh, for his first go around in the NHL, uh, at least with points rather. But 
Uh, it's not just student each. It's Matei Blumel, who has 24 points. Maverick Bork, first-round pick in 2020, has 19 points on the year. I feel like he's a guy that's maybe forgotten a little bit and being overshadowed by the performances of Wyatt Johnston in the NHL, but also Logan Stankoven in the WHL and at World Juniors. But Maverick Bork, still a ton of upside and maybe not you know, completely setting the AHL world on fire. But I know that there's kind of a history, at least in the Stars organization, and I think this is kind of a you know, a trend across, you know, the AHL players jumping to the NHL is sometimes good NHL players were not always the best AHL players. I remember Rope Hintz, not necessarily a, a huge standout player at the AHL, but now look at him as one of the best players on the Stars roster. So I think there's still reason to be excited about Maverick Bork, even though he might not be the premier guy in Cedar Park, still finding ways to contribute. And I think there's still uh, a lot of upside there, and he's a player worth keeping an eye on and a player worth getting excited about. But I really just bring all this up to, one, acknowledge you know the success of the team. I'm sure we have a good handful of listeners that live in the Cedar Park, Austin area that support the Dallas Stars, but maybe go to more Texas Stars games. Just wanted to, to acknowledge that they're having a great season and recognize just the, the you know solid performance around the Stars organization. I think it's a credit to Jim Neal and the rest of the front offices for both clubs. I mean, it, it's just fantastic groundwork that has been laid for the future of the Stars franchise, but also, I mean, maybe even generating a few pieces that could potentially be moved at the trade deadline. I don't want the Stars to have to give up too much or sell too much of their future to win now, but it's something that you can consider. You build up a, a, a wealthy pool of solid prospects that you could always afford to maybe send one or two off in return for something that helps your team be a little bit better now and maybe could even find a way to extend the longevity uh, of whatever trade you make and what you get in return. So worth keeping an eye on the AHL. And if you do live in the Austin Cedar Park area and you're a fan of the Dallas Stars, and you haven't caught an AHL game, I would encourage you to check it out. I personally haven't made my way down there to check out a game yet. Only really been able to catch games online or see the highlights. But maybe one of these days I'll get to go out and check out a game and get to see some of these guys in action. And I'm sure uh, they'll they'll be making their way up to Dallas as the years go on. Some of these younger players, especially some of these guys, have already shown uh, that they can certainly hack it in the NHL and their game still just developing uh, a little bit and fine-tuning some things before they fully make that jump to being full-time NHL players. But that is going to do it for today's episode of Locked on Stars. Thank you guys again for tuning in and making us your first listen of the day. Be sure to hit that subscribe button. If you're watching on YouTube, hit the follow button on your favorite podcasting platform. Be sure to follow us on social media at Locked on Stars on both Instagram and Twitter and my personal Twitter account at Dane double underscore Lewis. Be sure to tune in tomorrow as we get prepared for the Stars matchup with the San Jose Sharks. We'll be chatting with J.D. Young of Locked on Sharks to get caught up uh, with him and see what's going on in the world of San Jose hockey. A little bit different than what the stars are focusing on, but still should be a good conversation and hopefully uh, a good game uh, in primetime. I believe a TNT game, the stars and the sharks, a late puck drop here in Texas, but hopefully a game that the stars will be up for uh, and can snag two points from the pesky sharks. Thank you guys again for tuning in. Have a great Tuesday and we'll see you back here tomorrow. 